the Women Unleashed podcast. Join us as we share with you the fun, confronting, wild, fucked up, epic and raw side of being a woman in today's world. Nothing is off limits. Allow yourself to be inspired to be unleashed. We acknowledge that we are recording our podcast on the traditional country of the Turrbal and Yagara people and pay respect to their elders past and present. We acknowledge and respect their continuing culture and contribution they make to this community. Welcome back to the Women Unleashed podcast. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this week we are talking all about being a business owner. Taylor is a business owner. I am not. And uh, I'm pretty keen to explore the world of it with you. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, you're also like looking, you're growing some businesses with Nathan and things, aren't you? I am. I am. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for, like mine, I feel are at their infancy and I haven't mm-hmm. really like been as successful as I want to be. So, but you are. Um, oh, successful <laughs> and uh, well you make a living off yours right yeah. I don't make a living off mine yet um, yeah true so that's perhaps the distinguishing factor mm-hmm. yeah oh, sorry, <laughs> we're just um <laughs> we're clicking the cat off the chair that's holding the tripod with the video <laughs> <laughs> He's, he is a cheeky one Harley over here excuse me that's not a chew toy <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. We've sorted the the cat sit, the feline situation. Yes. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Where do you want to start? Um. Well, I don't know. I guess we can talk about where I, where I started my business or what made me go into business and yeah, like what what why did you yeah why did what made you come to that idea of like why is a business being a business owner? Why would you like to be one? Um. Well, it was probably my mum. So my mum is a mortgage broker as well. She's been a broker for 24 years. Mm -hmm. So has run her own business for a long time. Um, And at the time, how old was I? I think I was 21, 22. And I didn't really know what I was going to do with myself. Um, And I thought maybe it was a good opportunity going into business and doing what she's done. She's made a great life for herself out of it. Um, It was Mm -hmm. probably the lifestyle that made me want to go into being a broker as well. Mm. Um, I didn't really know much about finance, so it was (laughs) probably more what um, being self-employed could bring. So, like, you you looked at your mum's lifestyle and went, Mm -hmm. I want that kind of lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the financial reward she'd had from, you know, being a good broker as well mm-hmm. was really appealing. Mm-hmm. So um, she had an opportunity open up and I went and worked for her. Um, just loan processing. So just learning the ropes, all the admin behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then I started my business a year later. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah. What was it called? And like, <laughs> how did it go? Well, we I just um, have the same name. So we I run a, it's like a little kind of like franchise but not we just run under the same banner as yeah. her so mm-hmm. at the time it was home loan connection um and we've recently renamed or rebranded to mortgage advice bureau oh cool yeah so i just um started out working there and i just would work part like after hours so i was working full time still mm-hmm. for and, your mum yeah and for then, my mum yeah yep, and would run my business on the side mm-hmm. the first year i didn't do much at all i didn't, I don't think I really got what it took to be a business owner. <laughs> like 
like you've got to go and chase leads and things and I was just kind of waiting for things yeah, to happen. for them to come to you. Mm-hmm. So I learnt that pretty quick because no money was coming in. <laughs> so lucky I was still working yeah. um, full time. So yeah, I slowly went from working full time. I worked then four days. Then I worked... Then I think I went down to two days contracting for them. Mm-hmm. And then slowly went out. So mm-hmm. I think I've been doing it full time maybe three years now Mm. wow i can't believe it's been that long yeah yeah so it's pretty cool it's a big jump though when you know you don't have that income coming in every week and you've got to find it yourself so it was a bit scary but i did it made the jump made the leap leap (laughs) yeah so Mm. yeah fantastic um and when did you like or have you had that experience where you're like, okay, I've made it? Like, mm. and what is making it for you? Um, I don't know. I think you kind of just keep going. <laughs> and then you kind of, like, I probably wasn't very good at reflecting on mm. what I'd achieved. I just kept going and, I don't know, you just like, mm. there's always more, right? There's always more, like more money I could make, more I could write, more I could do. Mm. So I've always just uh, been happy. Been happy. I don't know if I've ever really thought I've made it. I mean, I've I've done enough to be successful. Maybe now actually that I'm having a baby and taking some time off and I've still got income coming in. Maybe that's been a good mm. like time to go, yep, yeah, I've done a good job because mm. mm. I can earn an income and still have a baby mm. um mm. so that's probably a bit but to me I haven't made like there's still so much more to do mm. <laughs> you know there's yep. so much more I yep. could do yeah so and and look you didn't have to have an answer to that question because yeah. that just could be you know my thing of like making it yeah like I just want to make it and then yes. have it, like a really awesome life but yeah like it's not about that at no. all no yeah. No, I guess, but it is good to also like um, acknowledge yourself and appreciate, you know, mm. be grateful for what you've got and what you've done. Because if you if you don't acknowledge the small things or the, um, you know, the goals you do achieve, then you kind of just, yeah, it's not good either. Mm. You do have to acknowledge yourself. So, um, yeah, so I, I, and making goals was super important. Um, so for us, like settlement goals, so how much you write each month. Mm-hmm. is a good way to like look at your progress as in overall value of written mm. loans so, per month yeah yep. so the loan amount so how much yep. that is so mm-hmm. um kind of making a goal off that and then you can work your income back off that was that's a good way to look at it mm-hmm. or you know at least annually how much you want to settle yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so doing that that was the way i went and then you slowly just build it up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. oh cool mm. super cool and was there a time in your life where like before you started working for your mum, you were working for somebody else? Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I worked um, during uni. So I did four years at uni. I worked for Suncorp Bank doing like casual telling. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I decided I didn't want to – I studied psychology and criminology and I decided I didn't want to do any of that. I forgot <laughs> that about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished it all and then was like, well, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. So I ended up working at Mercedes-Benz Brisbane um, full-time doing, like, concierge, so getting people coffee, welcoming oh, them. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. first full-time job and I needed to work, so 
well, yeah, the yeah. hours I'd, I was getting weren't the same anymore and need to make some money. Mm. It was perfect, actually, because it was – I didn't have to use a lot of brain power <laughs> yeah. in the sense, you know, making coffees. And it wasn't yeah. – not, not trying to diminish that, but it just – from going from uni and having to be like super on all the time, it was mm. nice to just have a bit of a break. Like I didn't know what it was like going to work and then coming home and not having anything you needed to do. Mm. I was so used to, you know, you go to work and then you come home, you yep, get study. study. Yeah, I had a similar experience actually. And like remember when um, long weekends would come around or, or yep. just public holidays when I was studying and working full yes. time, I'd be like, great I can study more yes. you know like woo-hoo. yeah 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 and exactly. then when that stopped I was like what do I do <laughs> yeah I, I was the same like I so I used to work Tuesday through Saturday and then have Sunday Monday off and I was like what the fuck do I do all this time <laughs> or, or same you know you'd come home from work and you're like I'm done mm. like I can just have dinner and watch some tv and I didn't have to feel guilty either mm. it was like the you know, there was nothing to do. Mm. And even like at uni when you didn't study and you just chose to do something else, there'd still be like it on the your mind. Yes, in the back of your mind. Yeah. So it was that was interesting was getting used to like, oh, I can check out. Yeah, just chill, do mm. nothing or spend time with friends or, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, that doing that job just gave me the space to like look at what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, cool. Cool. And uh, some of the things you said there, I just want to like draw out, like which from my view is what's different between a PAYG Mm -hmm. person and someone that's a business owner Mm -hmm. um, is that once your like hours are done, like it's you're off the clock. Yeah. You don't um, have to think about anything related to work Mm -hmm. versus when you are a business owner, what's the thoughts what's the after you know like (laughs) is there ever a clock that you're on and off you know like um it depends I guess how it depends what you're trying to achieve so like if you want to be super busy and be writing lots of business and like making you're going to be working 80 hours a week or you know stupid stupid hours Mm. um if you want to do like part-time I guess you know you limit your hours a little bit more um but I've always especially when I started last year even, um, I was just working for whatever, just as much as I had to, you know, mm. whether it was the weekends, late nights, sometimes I'd be up till midnight working. Mm. You just keep going. You wow. just, um, and then when you do stop, you know, then you, on your mind, obviously I'm dealing with people's finances. We've got settlement dates, finance dates. So, you're like, oh, sh-. And then, you know, sometimes you go, fuck, I forgot to do that today. And, oh, God, I better jump on quickly, do it now or, like, write it down, remember it. So you always, like, got your to-do list and mm-hmm. then you've got your tax and your bass and mm-hmm. um, meetings and staff stuff sometimes that you've got to deal with. So um, I only had one VA. Um, mm-hmm. She's She's gone now um, with me going on maternity leave. I've... I don't need her Mm. (laughs) Um, but you know thinking about her too and her training and Mm. stuff she's up to so yeah you're always your mind doesn't seem to stop Mm. which is Mm. I don't think it's a great thing to be that way but you just I don't know can't help yourself sometimes Mm. especially Mm. when you're in your early days and you're building your business and stuff and it's all by by yourself like you just (laughs) you're accountable (laughs) yeah but if you don't bring in the money you're not making any like Mm. 
not yeah. every next week, eh? No. Well, how are you <laughs> going to pay your rent? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that sort of stuff. So yeah. um, you kind of just have to keep pushing. And what kinds of things did you do? I'm sure you had some weeks where you were like, oh, how am I going to pay my rent or mm. my mortgage? In those weeks, like what kind of things did you do to make it? Um, well, I guess at the time I had a partner as well. So I could, you know, we just have to watch the budget that week. Mm. Um, but what did I do? I, I just... I just put more time into my business, like more time into lead generation. Yeah, so like like dive into yeah. that. Like what did you do to then go and generate more leads? Yeah, so um, I have a, gl- a client database. So I'd call them mm-hmm. and see if anybody needed any more help. Um, and then networking. So I, when I first started, I would network two nights a week after hours till about nine, ten o'clock. And do you add that into your work time that you were working? Oh, that just carried on. So I'd start at whatever, nine, finish at nine. Like you just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you include the networking time yeah. as your work time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So I did that and then I stopped going there. I did some breakfasts. I did... Um, we also got lead, leads from um, like our management. They offered leads. So I jumped on. I just would not say no. Mm. You just say yes to everything at the start. And then as you kind of get a bit more established you start turning things away that aren't going to serve you anymore mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i just would take action and i've always found the more action i would take the more business i would create <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah. good uh like my internal state is like oh no mm. no surely not surely action's not it the does answer. It, well it you know it when not that i i mean i probably talk about it too much but like when I was sick with morning sickness, because I was doing nothing in my business, I wasn't getting any business. Like mm. I was really quiet, which was perfect because I couldn't do anything anyway. Yeah. But then once I started getting better and started working more, all the leads started coming through. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it does. I do 100% believe the more action and t- like quality time you put into your business. It just, yeah. the universe is like, yep, yeah, okay, bring, cool. give me more, give yep. me more. Yeah, supply you with that. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah, because I guess like my, I'm just looking at it through what I'm going through at the moment, and you know, working less days for my employer and mm-hmm. more days for me, and how I actually mm. address my time on those days that I work for yeah. me. It's also it's also um, about being productive, not just busy. So oh, like you've got to do those tasks that are going to make you money. Plan, yeah. To know you're actually focusing on the things that are going to make a yeah. difference Ma- yeah. and make you the money. Mm. Like you want to do money making tasks. There are stuff that you need to do. Like for me, like a lot of process stuff. Obviously, dealing with finance, you don't want to miss tasks, mm. and sometimes tasks get missed. So you add that into your process. Make sure that doesn't mm. happen. Things like that. So having your processes and things are super important as well, which is back end but you don't want to spend so much time on trying to make everything pretty that you don't actually focus on the lead stuff because mm. that the that is where you make your money mm. <laughs> it's getting clients mm. in the door or mm. whatever you know selling the product or whatever you're trying to achieve yeah um yeah but yeah so so you need to spend some time on the admin but it is about getting out there network networking's massive you've got to network and speak to people and get yourself out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah that busy and productive things super important too yeah because you could spend all day doing stuff and it's like 
I don't know, making a flyer look great or a website yeah. look awesome and mm-hmm. or an email be perfect and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. got to keep the big picture in the mind in, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your mind and also who you're working with like I learned that really um I, I, I learned that as well probably the last 18 months is just because it's a lead doesn't mean you need to take it sometimes they're not they're not right for you and your business and you know, I have felt a bit of added integrity with myself with some of the stuff I was doing. It just didn't fit exactly what I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dropped them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so sometimes you've got to look at where your leads are coming from because that can make a real difference as well as to how your business runs. Mm-hmm. You might need to get rid of people. Yeah, yeah. And say no. <laughs> yeah, yep. So yeah, it's learning no. to have those tough conversations too. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What are some of the toughest conversations you have had to have, like that you can tell us that are as sensitive well, say, as possible? Getting uh, saying to referrers that I no longer want to work with them. So mm-hmm. that was some tough conversations. I'm not a big. I don't love conflict and confrontation. Mm. So having that, but I just prepared myself. Mm-hmm. Um, commission conversations around money, talking about how much someone should get for a lead or mm-hmm. shouldn't get. Mm-hmm. That's tough. And also then with your customers, um, with clients, telling them you can't get them finance, you can't do what they wanted to do. Mm. So that which sucks. means they can't get the home. And- yeah, saying no, saying no really. Mm. <laughs> um, but I like to try and find a solution, but sometimes it's just, it's just not there. Yeah. Well, it's not right now, at least. Yeah. So those probably are the three, three things. Big ones. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Alrighty, so what's the what's your favourite part about it now? Um, well, with I guess with the finance part is when you do get people financed, it's very exciting, it's rewarding. You know, they're obviously especially like your first home buyers or people who have been in a bit of a pickle. Like can you tell them it's done? They're like, oh my god, it's very exciting. Um, and the flexibility with being self-employed. Mm. So you know, if you're having a a personal appointment or something on during the day um, that you need to do, you can go do that, and then it, you know you might work later in the night, whatever. Or so just you can catch kinda, it up whenever. Yeah, you yeah. can compensate for that, and um, yeah, like you don't have to miss out all the time on things. So mm-hmm. that's pretty, pretty cool. The flexibility and, and you know the income not having a cap. So obviously I can earn as much or as little as I want, depending on how much work I want to put in. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. That's freedom. Yes, the freedom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. All right. Anything else you want to add about being a business owner? Um, No. I mean, it can be tough too. It's not always always Mm. the greatest thing and sometimes it's, yeah, it sucks. (laughs) But, you know, but at the same time, you're in full control and you can take full responsibility. I had to do that. Last year, you know, I got myself in, which we've shared on the podcast previously, got myself in a bit of financial drama and, um, but, you know, I was in control of that and I switched my whole life around financially. Mm. So um, it can be tough, but it's also all on you, which is empowering too. Mm. So, mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, magic. All yeah. right. Well, mm-hmm. thanks, Taylor. It was pretty cool to hear about your business owner yeah well i'm looking forward to what you you get up to as well oh yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you everyone for listening and we hope you have fun sharing what you've gotten for yourself out of listening to this episode
Our goal is for our content to reach as many people as possible and become the number one empowerment podcast in Australia. Our call to action is that you contribute to your fellow women by sharing this episode, leaving a review and following us on social media. Bye. Bye.